There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, happy Tuesday, good Memorial Day weekend we all just had. We're having uh, Julia in, and we've also got the one and only... Brittany Witch. <laughs> yes, Labor Day weekend. Do you get sick of this at all, Brett? No, I, are you, do I get sick? Okay, well, let me just rephrase that. Do I get sick of coming into my favorite radio station, oh, no. hearing a perfected song that Rocco made for me? What a dumb question. <laughs> I had him change it because it said bitch, and I'm like, we don't want that. We don't I, want that. We have so much to discuss today. Hey, oh. everybody. We have so much to do. We're all just best friends hanging out, getting paid to hang out. What is happening with our lives? How was your Labor Day weekend? Relaxing. Nice. Yeah. How about you guys? Uh, go, go. We had a ear infection, pink eye, but I did. I snuck out and played some tennis with you, which yes, was lovely. We had fun. That was um, such a perfect morning. Otherwise, two and a half hours. Yeah, I know. That was so, <laughs> it was so funny because Jess, I was like, yeah, I'll be home before nap time. Oh, Justin's no. like, you lied to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know. I know. But, um, uh, we can't stop playing tennis once you start. You can't stop. Mm-mm. And then we we play practice some pickleball because mm-hmm. we got to start dinking. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to say my weekend was pretty lame all in all because we stayed inside a lot because the baby had a fever. Um, how about you, Grant? What did you do? You know, relaxed quite a bit. Still made it down to the fair Friday, Saturday, and Monday. Um, you you made it eleven of the twelve days. Eleven right? of the twelve days. Whoa. The only day I didn't go was this Sunday because I went out and hung out with my parents on Sunday evening. Yes. Otherwise, I would have been down there every single day. What? That's... It's it was such a fun fair this oh. year. I think it was a blast. I yeah. had a lot of fun at the fair yeah. this year. I had so much fun. Mm-hmm. It was it, it was felt a great year. It felt officially like there. You felt. Like you could do anything. Like there was no, you weren't worried about crowds. You just said, yep, I'm going to. And the weather, the weather for the most part, it was hot a couple days. But after that, you know, there was was no. It was a good mix. It was a good mix. It was fun. Can we all go around and say our favorite thing we ate at the fair? Yeah. Why don't you start? A milkshake from the milk barn. Ooh. Um, Mine was the Amish donut. It was. was. The one bite. The one bite melts in your mouth. It was to die for. Oh, Mary, really? thank you. Shout out to Mary oh, who I went and brought it. us the hot ones. Mary always hooks us I know, up. Girl always, out cookies, I know. donuts. If, if we have time later, I might tell a story about how my friend pulled off the biggest hack of all time to get himself a donut. Maybe at some point in time. Did he faint show. in line and say he needs CPR with a donut? Yeah, there's, 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 there, there could be some truth to something similar to that, but he made a move that I would have never made, and I can't believe he bypassed the two-and-a-half-hour line by he making... He paid someone to buy him donuts. Well, that's what I would do. That, that's He tried to do that a few times. That didn't work out. Good. But, we'll, but we'll, we'll, we'll save that for later. But my favorite thing, by far, the gizmo. I had four of them. Usually, oh I have about... <sighs> 
You, Ten or twelve, but I have you four. and Jason. Oh, the it's gizmo. just they are so. I know good. they are so but good. I do feel like if I really tried, I could make one. I got one sitting in my fridge okay. right now, and I'm going to put it in a toaster oven tonight for dinner. No joke. You got yeah. an air fryer? Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good spot to do an air fryer. Yeah, there you go. Oh yeah, leftovers, baby. Bring yeah. out, bring out the Tupperware. Okay, so I just have to tell you guys. So as we left the state fair on Friday, yeah. One of the big stories that we were talking about was the judge came, was we were waiting for the judge to come down with the final decision on how much Kevin Costner is going to be his soon to be ex-wife and child support. Yeah. And they had gone to uh, trial the day before on Thursday and the judge was deliberating. She started out wanting two forty eight a month for child support. The judge in the in the interim ordered uh, him to pay one hundred and thirty thousand a month for it. He decided he said her expenses are sixty thousand. Then she goes down to one fifty thousand. So there's this huge gap. Yeah. And then her defense was. It was in her kids' DNA to live at the same lifestyle as they have with their dad, which I kind of get. But at the same time, someone, you know, this is divorce. You know, someone's side has more and some side has less. You know, it's not everything's equal. And he had such an eye. He supposedly, we'll see what happens, had an ironclad um, prenup prenup because of his divorce before her for $80 million payout. And he didn't want kids. He didn't want any of this. And he says, if you promise, you know, you'll stick to this, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, the, it, the judge comes down and you know, her thing was my kids are used to private jets and blah, blah, blah. We find out Kevin sold his private jet years ago and yeah. the kids five commercial, blah, blah, blah. He is ordered to pay $63,000 a month. <gasps> so she really, I, I think her defense covered her. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I think so too. There's a there's so a, that came out. So I immediately text both Grant and Lori. Yes, yes I'm did. like the DNA. It's in their DNA. It's in their it DNA. wasn't a good enough argument for this one. No. The DNA match did not work. It did. And then uh, I I feel like it is so out of touch to say that sixty thousand like to be offended like that is a lot of money. But they, still, but they they have a very wealthy lifestyle. You know, we don't we are not used to it. I yeah. agree. Like, I, and he's just like adjust accordingly. I, I, yeah, you just have to, I mean, we, you know, I've, my mom went through a divorce. You've gone through a divorce. Like we, you know what? You adjust accordingly. Like. And parent properly. Yeah. I don't know about. And parent, look at those new words. Look at at that. God's been reading parenting books, apparently. I mean, you guys get it. I mean, this all starts from where, I mean, if they're going to have this lavish lifestyle, that's because mommy or daddy couldn't say no. I'll listen to you. All right, we're moving on. True. Someone can't say no in this room. Right? Roll over and shake. Hey. hey I, but you're, Grant, you're right. You know, you can't have that toy this time. It happened I know. to a lot of us. I'm so excited. We have a lot happening in our show today. And the only thing that everyone has been told here when I walked in today was what, Grant? Don't talk about tennis or I'll kill you. <laughs> ding, ding, and I ding, call ding, my ding, mom ding, ding. and she's asking me, are you watching the tennis? And I'm like, mom. I fr- she wasn't listening when Why? I told all you guys in here. That was so funny. <laughs> Literally two seconds, she comes in, you're just like, don't tell me anything about tennis. Then maybe two minutes later, your mom calls, have you been watching the tennis? Yeah. And oh I'm like, no, I don't want to know. I'm taping it, taping <laughs> it, because I, I had some spoilers over the week. I do not, do not, I'm not looking at my phone. I'm not looking at any reports, because today, there's some big matches today. Mm-hmm. It has been phenomenal tennis, though, I will tell you. Oh. Uh, I, uh, I, I'm scared to even say the word don't, tennis around you. I made well, a you joke. you can say that. <laughs> say it again. Wow. You wow. can even spell it. Wow. They've had record attendance. It's it's on um 
ESPN, mm-hmm. ESPN Plus, which they say you get when you have Disney Plus. But so where, it doesn't work. where are we yeah. at least in the games that you're obsessed with right 16. now? Sixteen. Yeah, six. The round of sixteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all I want to know. I don't even mm-hmm. want to touch on it more. <laughs> we really can't. I honestly, we'll be back at my talk one hundred seven one. I think we're coming back. <laughs> I think we're coming back. We'll be right back. Okay, gang. Um, so fun seeing the Hammernicks crew out at the State Fair. And, you know, you can see them. And they have the brand new location in Hudson, the flooring superstore for, with Hammernicks Interior Flooring Solutions, which you're going to love. They are available for you to go and hang out and met some of the designers out, out at the fair. I've already known them. Jill, Shari, Laura, Jody. They're all out there. And... Um, you know, when you go into Hammonix, if it's commercial or residential, their whole deal is they're going to give you the best pricing up front. A lot of other flooring stores say, you know, um, um, installment included. Well, that means it's built into the price because ins- installation is not free. And Hammonix guarantees giving you the best price up front, one price. They've got the best product and the most in stock in the market. Hammonix, they're located in Bass, in New Hope, they are in St. Paul, they are in Hudson, and they are in Rochester. Go visit them. Tell them the girls sent you. Happy first day of school to all the parents out oh. there. I used to have a saying, "Ding dong, the kids are gone." Hey, you, you'll experience that. Uh, I it's got, far, far away. I got my pictures from my sister from my nephews, and it looked like she just told them the dog has cancer. Oh, uh, they are not feeling the school. It's that first day is hard. I, I, it's not for the parents. You know it what? It is not for the parents. I actually have to correct myself. It's the second week that's hard. The first week is at it's least. It's so fun ex- to wear your new outfit. Oh, new outfit. Have your See, new supplies. All your friends you haven't seen all summer. Yeah. And yeah. then it's that second week that hits a little differently because you're tired. You put in a whole week of waking up early. How do we do this again? But anyway, shout out to all you moms and love shout it. out to all the teachers. Yes. And I love the photos. Don't you love your social? It's just full of first day of school. First day of school. I love it. Absolutely love it. Okay, so this is, I've kind of had an obsession um, with many things, but this is one you may or may not know about, about with the Burning Man Arts and, um, what do they call it, an Arts and Something Festival. Music Festival. Music, it's not music, though. Oh, it's got a very weird it's, name. It's got a weird it's name. Got it's, mu- it's, I mean, there's art, music there. There's yeah, electronic it's, it's, music. It's, yeah. But it's called um, a nine-day art and temporary community event okay. in Black Rock Desert, Nevada. Yeah, Clothing it- tends to be limited and oftentimes even optional for those to choose to wear cl- clothing, but this year they needed to. Yeah, and the big concept is it's not only like the shows you're going to, you live very communally. You live, yes. You give, you get, you give, a choir, yes. kind of things like that. Exactly. It all started way long, long time ago, and... um there was, uh, it began with two friends in June of 86 in, at a bonfire they held on Barker Beach in San Francisco. And they burned this like huge, huge eight foot tall wooden figure. And as a legend goes, it was to end a romantic relationship. And then that figure kept growing and the festival kept growing and had to move from San Francisco to Nevada. Mm-hmm. And that big thing, you've seen big things burn and people wear goggles. Yeah. Because of the, um, it's kind of like where it is. You need to. There's just a lot of dirt and yeah, wind. Sand. It's kind of in the yeah. middle of the desert, but not this year. How happy were you not to be? I don't know if you guys saw the pictures. Of it's the crazy. Sixty-four thousand people stranded in the mud. Mud. Panic attack instantly as soon as I saw that. There's like 
Oh. One wrote out, one wrote in, and pure, they had a, just an unprecedented downpour that no one knew about yeah. or were prepared for. And even like the satellites, you know, the bathrooms had so much money and you couldn't even use them. People's oh. feet were sticking in you, it. You I go mean, real you were from, in the middle of mud. You go real you go real quick from a socialist give and get community to this is mine. Right. I gotta communism. get out of here. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Get out of the way. Why is my four-wheel drive stuck in this crap? Um, anyway, there's great pictures yeah. of it because it was just nutty, but you know, some celebs were there. And they are not having it. They're trying to and the thing is. So it was, what, six miles away from the nearest road. You'd have to walk six miles. So you couldn't, there's no vehicles that could come in or out. So it was like if you were going to sneak out, and and keep in mind, a big part of Burning Man, they always claim, is the whole everything you bring in, you have to bring out. Yes, it is. And so I think there's going to be a lot of backlash because there were some celebrities that were like, I am out. out of here. Chris Rock and Diplo, the DJ, escaped uh, by walking six miles and then they get in the mud and hopping in the back of a fan's pickup truck. <laughs> but they had to get out at Friday night when the rain came. Um, Christy, um, not Christy Brinkley, but um, not Cheryl Teagues, um, but Gerber. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cindy Gerber, Crawford. Yeah. Cindy yep. Crawford was there with her daughter, Kaya Gerberg, and Austin Butler, Elvis. Yes. They all got out early, too. Because you, I mean, it's like... Mad Max out there it right was. now. It was. I know it was. And you don't wear very much clothing, it's so gross. it's like, if you're not packing boots, what the heck? You, your Birkenstock is stuck in a mound right now. Mm-mm. And the amount of costumes and time. Oh, you yeah. know, you want to talk about, like, bracelets and, you know, your, your the Taylor Swift bracelets? Yeah. The amount of time that people put into costumes that they wear at Burning Man is an entire year. Like, I have friends that live in California that go every year, and they start the following week building their costume. I mean, it is... Did you check on your friends? Oh, yeah, they're fine. I mean, they're, they love it. The average age is 33 it. to 34 they, years old. They loved it. They're and they're like, this is fine. Oh, they, were, the they loved it. I was just, oh, God. It's a hallucinogenic yes. state fair is what they call it. Yep, you're pretty much so on drugs So imagine being time. on mushrooms at the state fair or something like that. Yeah, but somebody died. Yeah, I know. Yeah, But it but wasn't not, related no, yeah. to the weather. Yeah. I thought it was electrocution. No. Which no. Was, Oh, okay. They, I didn't read that. No, they 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 came out and said it wasn't due to the weather or anything that was caused by the weather. So okay. I don't know if, if, if that's changed since then. Because like that, that would change the vibe. Like substantial I'm not trying to laugh at it, no, but like, I know. It there's would, a lot of drug use. It could have been that too. It would change the vibe. And a hallucinogenic state fair, if I'm saying it right. Yes. A hallucinogenic state fair is and if, not my jam. No, and if anyone's <laughs> ever been on a hallucinogenic, just think about being in that crowd. And around all those people. And everyone's saying, by the way, an ambulance won't come out here if you need it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's cool. literally, you're making me have so much anxiety. That's like, what I said. I'm going. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I do need to excuse myself. Like, that is such an anxious feeling. You 
are on your own, kid. You really are on your own. So good luck. And then Chris Rock sneaking out six miles. Oh, I just would be. I, I don't think the, I could handle that. The aerial photos of when they yeah. opened up the one roadway, like yeah. you talked about, it's six lanes deep of cars just driving campers. out. Campers. Campers, yeah. cars. I mean, just just that alone, that picture of all those people, mass exodus like it was, because that's what it was. As soon as they gave the clear that the roads were dried up enough to drive, it was a mass exodus. Do you want me to tell you what my one tip is? Okay. Yeah. Tip. Because all your electronic stuff would have gone dry by now. You wouldn't have had plug-in spots. You know, let's just yeah. assume everything. Always, always bring a book. Oh! Actually, that's... I bring a book where... However I go. Did you know that was my deployment thing? I'd always have a book with me. Yeah. Like, and really? Because not even a Kindle, but a book. Because sometimes we'd get stuck at you don't have a base yeah. or get stuck for hours somewhere. Um, having a, a hardcore, just a normal book. That's I put it in my tennis bag sometimes. That's I put so in my, smart. I put it in. You ha- I need... I need something. A distraction. I do. But oh, you, yeah, also, would, yeah. you also and have to escape. be really good at blocking out everybody talking to you the whole mm-hmm. time when you go read somewhere quietly. Love it. You're not good at that. I know. I'm not good at it here. <laughs> I work in the middle of a stadium. <laughs> it feels like some days. <laughs> but Seriously, you know what? I've learned all about the twins, what? why they aren't posted on something today, and they shouldn't be in the wild card <laughs> hunt. Unfortunately, I know from a, a lot gentleman about the across the hall who talks all the time while I'm trying to work. Yeah, and I don't care. You yeah. know what? Though I will be the first one to admit, though, if the twins make it into like any sort of playoff situation, I'll dust off all my outfit and act oh. like I'm the biggest fan. Oh. When I was going through the hat collection, because I went through my closet this yeah. weekend, I which made is a impressive. Way for, through. Um, I have so many twins at, and I, I thought I really don't need all these upstairs in my closet, uh, readily available ready for any day. But I did save the one <laughs> that I want to wear if we go in the playoffs. Yeah, see, I have a whole outfit. I'm so glad we're having this talk because, as we know, I don't even know if I pronounce it right. Is it spots? Spots? I don't care. But the minute we're in the playoff, like, and I get people, You're Lori. you get, I get people mm-hmm. better. I got the outfit. I have a. Mm. a I have a Vikings cardigan that oh. is pristine. It's beautiful. Can't wait to wear it. So no, I have, up, I have my outfit ready for Wimbledon. My sweater, my Ted. Oh, you know <laughs> that I have. You know oh, yeah. I have the preppy look. Oh yeah, I have the. I have preppy on preppy. I, I have Tory Burch things that are ready to be dusted <laughs> off and rocked. Yes, Queen. I am here for it. I'm all about the looks. I only go. I only do You're things. Like Lori. Lori finds out we're playing pickleball. Immediately. Do, what am I going to wear? What did I Julia, text you? What do I need what did to I, wear? What did so, I text you as soon as we found yeah. Pickleball? I said, we got to get an outfit. <laughs> I just am like, I don't care about that stuff. I do. I uh, that's why you need me. There we go. All right. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Brittany and Julia and Grant here on My Talk. Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction. They're your licensed hometown experts when it comes to anything siding, windows, roofing, doors, gutters, and even solar. Now, you might remember Mike and the Hoffman Weber team had a show on Sundays here at My Talk for years. Well, they are back to tell you about how they can help you out and round out this summer in a nice way and take care of your home and get that exterior facelift it needs before the wintertime, right? And this can be a task that no one wants to take on. It can be a hassle. Sometimes it involves insurance companies. Well, the best part is the crew over at Hoffman Weber Construction, they will handle it from start to finish. They'll come out to your house for a 30-minute in-home consultation, and then if it involves the insurance company, all you have to do is call the insurance company to set up the claim, and they're going to take you from start to finish. It is the best part about it. And we had some severe weather come through the Twin Cities about a month ago. I would not be surprised if you have some hail damage on your roof. So reach out to Jason 
and the sales team at hwconstruction.com. Get that in-home consultation set up, and you'll be ready to go for that new roof or potential home exterior facelift. Friday night, Jimmy Buffett um, passed away from a, an aggressive form of skin cancer that I had never heard before. It was, it's Markle cell carcinoma. He's been fighting it for four years. He's 76 years old and everything, you know, it's five o'clock somewhere. Um, what are the other sides? You know, cheeseburger in paradise. paradise. It was kind of a soundtrack. I feel like to just chilling out cabin life for me. It's kind of like living in the sun. Yep. I mean, yep. You at the beach, cancer. you got so sad. no problems. So sad. Loved by everybody. Quite, quite an entrepreneur. Um, Those parrot heads. He was born on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. That's so sweet, isn't it sweet? And he um, just. He had a good life. I mean, he first started out, he went to college. He's from the South someplace, and he um, went to college and got a journalism degree and then decided that's not what I want to do. I want to play music and was in Nashville and then went to New Orleans and then ended up in the Florida Keys yeah, and then lived start, on a boat. He lived in many, it was born in Minneapolis, grew up in Alabama, and then went to the University of Southern Mississippi. That's where, like... And you can feel that vibe in his all of his music. Southern Miss. Totally. Oh, Miss. Oh, Miss. Oh, yeah. There's, there's so many different things online about his passing, but um, yeah. loved by so many people. And I'm trying to think of the celebrities that were BFF with them, and I can't remember well, yeah, there was, who, it was, I, I, who it was. But BFF, FFFFs. Yeah, Beyond, yeah. Beyond, like, the regulars. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was cool to see some of the people come out, of you know, and write their tributes, and it was just crazy. Paul McCartney wrote a big one that mm-hmm. was really sweet about oh. uh, the right, right up to his last minute, his eyes still twinkled with a humor that said, I love this world, and I'm going to enjoy every minute of it. And he showed up at his house the yeah. week before and performed for his family. He, yeah. Paul was at... Jimmy Buffett's home while he was in hospice yeah. and played a song for his family because he, that's how important he was to. He was important to a ton of people. Yeah. He just, and so smart. I mean, when he started his Margarita Margaritaville restaurants, yeah. I mean, he was a billionaire. He wrote bestsellers. He did everything. There was a huge write up, I think last year, the year before in the wall street journal about him. And when I was in, um, Outside of Orlando, when my son was playing baseball down there, college ball, and you'd go down for spring training, yeah, kind of thing. And we stayed right by Margaritaville, his his housing cottage lifestyle development, right outside of kind of it's in Orlando, but on the outskirts of it, yeah. And it looked like such a fun vibe, like you want to have a home there because everyone lived that parrot had lifestyle, you parrot know, had lifestyle, PHL, yeah, and and you know so many different um, songs, and he just he. Just was chill and happy and fun, and it's five o'clock somewhere. And it's so funny. Everyone uses that that line every all the time, and that was every second. But I also, I always, (laughs) in some days, when is it going to be five o'clock here? (laughs) I always have to correct him and be like, no, it's five thirty-four somewhere. (laughs) You got (laughs) it. No, here's the thing: like, I people like to dismiss things like that, right? But it really is like. The lowest form of human interaction is making fun of something that people find joy in. And people found such joy in the Margaritaville lifestyle. I had an Uncle Bob. I mean, Uncle Bob is still with us. I don't know why I said it like that. But we went on a um, a parrot head cruise on Lake Minnetonka. Hysterical. It was awesome. We had cheeseburgers. It was great. It was so (laughs) much fun. And everybody there was singing along with all the songs. And like, do I like his music? No, 
But like, do I appreciate the vibe? A thousand percent. I like, I like it. It's just, it's so when you're on a boat, I'm telling you. Yeah, no, I know. Like, there's a play, yes. time and a place. Would I ever actively put it on? No. But like the respect and love I have for people that really enjoy it. And I know people like were hurting on Friday and Saturday oh, yeah. when finding out he passed. Like my heart goes out to them. And like, it is. That's a vibe. I, I could hang out with somebody who wants to just eat cheeseburgers and drink margaritas. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, fine he, with me. In the in the vision to open a whole brand right? oh, yeah. of restaurants on this feeling, yeah, of chilling in the sun and hanging out. The you know, in Fort Myers Beach, they have a new uh, his his newest resort is was about to open before Ian came through, and now they're planned opening up in November here. But uh, Margaritaville in Fort Myers Beach, I as a person who regularly goes down there, cannot wait, mm-hmm. and I've been looking forward to this prior to this. Mm-hmm. But you're, just the atmosphere, like that building alone, is going to bring so much fun and joy to people. He, he he just he carried that. He really did. Mantra, yeah, and know? he worked hard for it. I mean, he lived on a boat and yeah. didn't have money, and he made had thirty albums. But just the vision to start restaurants, yeah. to be a best selling author, oh. to do everything he's that busy. he's done. So anyway, well, our here, hearts let, go out. He's go go ahead. Let's go out with this little bit here. We our hearts go out to him. But this is the song that you were just talking about with Alan Jackson, yes. and when Jimmy Buffett comes in, it's just a great part. In his lyrics, I mean, he had some funny songs. I have stinky feet, I have, <laughs> I'm have. sunburned to tan and have stinky feet. I mean, he really just, I don't know. what he a great. Capsulated such he a did, vibe. and there was a great, I feel like 60 Minutes or CBS This Morning did a great story on him, and he just, he had a smile, I think, that would light up room. So anyway, that's, that's he was young. Yeah. Yes. Oh, here, here it is. You know, why don't we get drunk and screw? Of course, everyone knows that song. Mm-hmm. And then my head hurts, my feet stink, and I don't love Jesus. <laughs> I mean, just weird, weird, weird names. And, it, you know, he really, he worked, he ended up with his own album, you know, his own recording studios, yeah. his own album, you know, music company, everything. He and just... Young, right? I yeah. mean, how was it 70? You said I... 76. That's so young in my mind. And I go, that's... Not as young... As Smash Mouth, who oh, died. How about that one? That one. I mean, you'll you'll know from this one from the kids might know from Shrek. Yes. No. Smash Mouth is hey iconic. Now, the rock star. He was only fifty six, but I think he died of alcoholism. He did. Uh, yeah, he he couldn't. Liver failure. He was kicked out of the band even in twenty twenty. I think. Um, yeah. He liver a, failure. He had a bet. His last time on stage was not a good moment for yeah. him. He couldn't even stand up. He couldn't speak. He could slur in the words. He's had a problem with drinking for years, and he just wouldn't give it up, and the Isn't liver it, failure came in. That's tragic. We talk about this sometimes. Like, you can have everything, and you don't have much if you're, like, not finding joy in life. You know what I mean? Or if there's something wrong, like, in your health or mental health. Like, it's just, man, you just have to t- take those moments and go, you got to find happiness where you're at. and Because... Like, you're just not guaranteed it, even if you're a huge success. Hey, absolutely. You know, Rick Springfield, back to Rick, he talked about this at the Brib Fest because he had it all. He yeah. was a star of a TV sitcom. He had a hot, the hottest album out there. He was hot. He was hot. He had a sold-out tour and everything. And, and he had a kid and a beautiful wife. And he's like, he just was like, why am I not happy? Yeah. He just took time off and had to go back and figure out back what makes basics. me happy. Yeah. You know, back to basics. If I can be happy here, I can be happy anywhere. You're so cute. <laughs> I, we had another death. Gary Wright 
died at the age of 80, and he, um, Dreamweaver. I don't know what it's about, but I'm I mean, scared to even ask. I hate looking into and it. And Love is Alive, that was another one. How old was he? He was 80. He was diagnosed with Lewy body dementia, which is oh. what Robin Williams was diagnosed with, and he had Parkinson's disease at the end of his life. Oh. People loved him. Well, they always say it happens in threes, and there. let's hope that's it. But anyway, um... Yeah, we lost a lot this I fall. know. It's, it feels Jimmy like... Jimmy Buffett's songs have, like, topped the charts now since he's passed, and yeah. I'm sure you're going to get smashed mouth. And I listen to Jimmy Buffett's, you know, greatest hits on the way into work today. Fine, I'll give yeah. it a go. I tell you that, I'm, pour me something strong. Like, that song, you go, I, I know every word, I like it. I don't know why. Am I? Am I? Are we secretly all parrot heads? Oh, I yeah. Am. I think it'd be everybody I'm but Holly. Front. Holly's not a big fan of her. Oh, she does not like, uh, well, I mean, she liked, you know, but she was not a big fan of the cheeseburger in paradise. But <clears throat> Moon, if you guys, and I'm just going to bring this up yes. just because Moon was over from at our sister. KS95, Moon yeah, and Stacy. Moon and Stacy are from our sister station. He is the biggest parrot head I've ever met in my entire life. He saw Jimmy Buffett 36 times in 12 different states. He bought an entire section of 72 tickets. And Jimmy, that's when they first met. He bought his ent- entire own section, 72 seats, How almost Ten thousand dollars. How fun spent. would that be just for, so for his friends and family to go yeah, see Jimmy Buffett? So and fun. How much fun is that? Yeah. I love that. And um, he has a close friend who was really close with Jimmy Buffett, and they reached out to Moon last week to kind of even because Moon throughout the years he's been a, a DJ in town here. He was for twenty years on the yes. air. He's been a DJ in many other cities, especially in Houston, and he got to know Jimmy over the years. And he knew uh, last Thursday that this was coming, and. You know, you were talking earlier about how you feel for people. I talked to him on Saturday, and he was crying, telling me about this. You know, so it's it's you, you're the, the effect that Jimmy Buffett had. Hug a parrot head. Hug yeah. a parrot head today, exactly. And try not to drive with one on your shoulder in a car. Someone did that. In, <laughs> someone did that in UK last week and got pulled over. I mean, I just oh had to. Yes, hey, you know random. what? The more you know. That's you're random. Wel- hey, you're welcome. Oh gosh! All right, now when we come back. Oh, Brittany I, has a question. I and- do. I, I really want people to get their phones ready to call because I really have a question. I want you to weigh in. Do opposites attract? Are are we? Should you have stuff in common, or is your relationship built on opposites, or is it built on having these core things in common? I really want to know because I could go either way. And there's been a whole research on it. I'm going to tell you more here at my talk 107.1. Hey everybody, it's Julia here from Minneapolis Plastic Surgery, and I can't tell you how many people came up to see Lori and I. Lori, let me see your facelift. She's so proud of it, and I'm so proud of her for being out about it, because, you know, when you have something that bothers you, and you want to do something about it, um, why not do it and share it? Because we all wonder, and she looks fantastic, and she went to see Dr. Jarvis at Minneapolis Plastic Surgery, who Lori and I had brow lifts from 20 years ago. And knew he was great, and we wanted to go to the best, and he's the OG. And he works with Dr. Tholen, who has a great reputation. And the newest doctor there is Dr. Singh, who really um, loves to work on noses and chins and things like that. They're great plastic surgeon. Go call Minneapolis Plastic Surgery for your free consultation. They can just find out, you know, what does this look like if I want my breasts you know, reduced or I want more or lift or whatever it is, they can help you with all your questions. Visit Plastic Surgery at MyTalk. Post Malone, if you've seen him lately, he's skinny. He looks good. He, you know, what was he? Dropped soda? Was that the thing? Yep. Like, yeah, do? Pop. Pop, yeah. Yeah, he used to have like. Listen, pop a can of Coke. You know how it's 300 calories. Yeah. Can I just tell you? 
Men, as a woman men lose weight who like hasn't that. drank a regular <laughs> pop in so long, yep. who hasn't touched alcohol in 13 years. And when people you are like, would think you would I, drop a lot of weight for that. Yeah. But like you think like people are like, oh, I quit. Your, how much pop were you drinking? First of all. Secondly, what? What? What am I? Uh, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Men are so annoying when they lose weight. Like that. It's true. Like, like that. that. It's like if Justin, good thing he's not like this, but every time like my mom and stepdad are like, we're both going on this diet. My my stepdad literally drops 30 pounds immediately. My mom's like, I've somehow gained a pound. It's, no, it's the truth. It's mm-hmm. just the truth. It's just the way it is. It's well, random. All right. That's why opposites attract. Or do they? The study that they just did is saying that opposites do not attract. So I would love if you gave us a call. Tell me if your relationship is built on opposites or samesies. Give us some examples. Okay, but give me the number again. 651-641-1071. Thank you. Maybe it's time just to chat to us. Uh, Yeah, maybe you just want to hear us say your... We'll leave a voicemail on your account. Stop it. Oh my gosh. Maybe we'll just call and pay you $20 a piece. Maybe we just need this more than you need the free time that you thought you had. (laughs) They looked at old studies that analyzed 22 different traits, and they did a follow-up that looked at 80,000 couples. So this okay. is not a small study. No. And more than 130 traits. It goes from everything from religion to core values to each person's drinking and sleeping habits. Overall, they found that most couples have similar habits and view on more most, more than 80% of the stuff. And uh, substantially different views on just 3%. Um, the things that we were most likely to have in common include our political views, religious views, education level and how much each person drinks and smokes and this one's a weird one and even the number of sexual partners you've had usually align with your partner the this part's really interesting they did find that extroverts don't necessarily go for extroverts they are more they are but they're not more likely to go to for introverts either that one is a coin flip overall they found that opposites attract is Definitely overrated and not something that, you know, every rom-com, the one I always think about is Along Came Polly. Do you guys oh, remember I that remember movie? That, that was with uh, Jennifer Aniston, and Yep, it? and Ben Stiller. Yeah. And she was like a hot mess. And his whole job was trying to figure out uh, the amount of risk and things. He was like yeah. a risk He was assessor. an actuary. Yes. And she was like a hot mess risk McGee. And yeah. it was like watching, you know, two things collide. There was a lot of talk then that started from this Reddit chain about this. And people talked about that one, the the element that really bugs most couples is I'm the clean one and I'm the dirty one. And how that just builds up so much resentments and like five year tops in a relationship till that builds up to the point of like, yeah, love is not blind. So pick up your towels. Right, right. Well, I would also think money would be one that money, would be like a deal breaker. Making money or how you spend how you, money, just your values on it. I think that's a big your one. Your values on how you spend and save and your lifestyle. Yes. I think that would be a really hard one to be in conflict. My stepdad always said, "Find somebody who um, looks at money the same way as you do and raises your kids the same mm-hmm. way as you do." Mm-hmm. And luckily. My husband Luckily, just lets an, me. You you found the perfect man. Luckily, my husband says, "Why don't you just tell me how to do this? It, why don't you just tell me how it should be?" That's perfect. So you're in charge, and he agrees with you. I love but, it. All right, Grand has. Who yeah. do we have on we the have phone? Katie on line one. Katie is here, and she has some thoughts on this subject. Katie, 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 give it cleaning to us, lady. How are you, Katie? Ladies, I'm good. How are you? Guys? Great. Good. All right, tell us so, what you're thinking. Um. 
I think opposites can work out Mm -hmm. with communication, but I think the more you have in common, the better off you are because you need to have that right-hand, left-hand relationship. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, my guy is my left-hand because I am the right-hand. I'm like the master at home, but we have so much in common, it's not even funny. And that helps you, and does it make you feel comfortable? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Right down to... You know, the the money part, you know, he's kind of a tightwad, but mm-hmm. I get it. Very conservative. I'm slightly conservative. And I spend all my money on food, on groceries. Okay. I pay for all the groceries and, and the easy. dog food. And, yeah. You know, yeah. So, and the guy will eat anything, for Christ's sake. Yeah, Katie. Mm, that's wonderful. I love that. I love, yeah. Know- well, thank you for calling in. So I, I like that you know what your balance is. Yeah. You figured it out. You know what works for you guys. But so you spend all your money on food. What does he spend his money on? I think Katie got... Oh, she's she's gone. Yeah, I don't hear anymore. He spends all of his money on... Whatever. Sports cars. Um, I'm just going to make up Katie's lifestyle. Right <laughs> Katie, you're getting Katie in a fight that she's not yeah. even in. She wants, okay. she wants him to quit buying the sports cars. Me and Justin... To the eye of like somebody just hovering over our house for 20 minutes would say you guys are complete opposites. Yes. Justin is an introvert. I am an extrovert. I want as much chaos as possible. He wants as least chaos as possible. It's why this foster cat is going to be the death of us. But like the minute you scrape away any of those kind of like superficial things, we do. We have the same core values. Even the way we spend money is the same. And like the way we uh, look at, you know, making money and the way that we look at wanting to spend our free time. Um, it, it, I feel like even though everyone assumes we're opposites, we are not. You aren't. No. I know that. G- Grant, you were kind of mentioning that you and Lily. We're a thousand percent opposites. <laughs> there's you, not, there's, who's there's, the clean one? Uh, well, we're, well, there we're both clean in that aspect. Because that, that's the one resentment I worry about with opposites attract. No, we're both we're both clean. We we do our chores together. That's that's what we do together. Like okay. we, we that's do that. Impressive. That's a lot of stuff. Like we find it fun just to throw on some music and clean the house together sure. and and crack it all out. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Sit back. You know, one person might have a drink. You know, whatever. But um, yeah. So that's that's where it is. But the biggest thing, I mean, politically. <clears throat> she could care less about politics. Yeah, I think about it way too much. Yeah, um, we t- when it comes to religion, I was raised in a, in a religious family in a church. She was not. Um, still has no desire to do so. Um, we're pretty much the same. Our biggest thing that we're equal on, and you mentioned this earlier, is motivation. Mm. We, when it comes to like jobs and life, we want we are very both motivated people. Yeah. So, but we're both opposite. She's a nurse. I'm in radio. Like right. you know, she saves lives. I try to make people laugh if I can. Sure. So, but we find that we are both very, very motivated, and that is the strongest component that keeps all of our opposites. You know, yeah, from from fighting with each other. We got to call. I'm going to grab this. I'll let you guys talk. All right. Well, we have like 30 seconds left. Okay. Before we go How about break. you and Jeff? I'm not telling. You're not telling. <laughs> I, I didn't. No. Here's a, something funny because I. Yeah. He's he's so cute and darling. I but know. We are opposite in some areas, but not big ones. Not, not the big, big ones. No. Not the ones probably that matter. No, but I've been Donna, opposite. Let's, let's get Donna on for 10. She's got 10 word. seconds. Donna, last, I got the last, last word. word on this. Yeah. I. My husband and I have been married 35 years. Great. And when we were Catholic, we took our that test you take. The priest said we got the worst score he's ever seen <laughs> in the entire, entire time. Oh. He was old. 
So I would say we are totally opposite. But you figured but it. it's not easy. Oh, you're so yeah. lovely, Donna. Thank you so much for calling in. And, and good job. You know what? Somebody's got to fail that test. So <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks, thanks Donna. For you're the best. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julie on My Talk.